Good morning. Welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and in the studio this morning for episode 96, it's a great, is Natalie Goslin? Actually, I'm in your studio, Natalie. Yeah. This is your, the, what's it, Vine Arts? Vine right? Styles. Vine Styles, yeah. YYC. And uh, I'm going to let you tell me first, what is, what is this place all about and what got you started here? For sure. So we've been open for six years now. We opened in May 2014. Right. And um, the idea was to create a place for people to um, be able to get empowered to try wines and know a little bit more about wines and drink yeah. wines that they want at home. So vine without... being vine, stop being the vine as in the grapevine. Yeah. And then the store is organized by styles instead of region or country. So we actually don't right. have like a French or an Italian section. Everything's organized <laughs> by taste profile. So the whole idea wow. was to give that tool for people to be able to uh, pick a wine that they will um, so like, for without their... knowing everything about wine, basically. So if, if I have, so for example, vine styles. Wow, this is really, it's a tr- vin, vineyard. So a vineyard. So the, wh- and I'm looking at your on the the wall here says clean or balanced or fruity. If they're having a dinner party or I, what would what would be an example? Someone comes in. I'm 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 serving this. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, for sure. So the clean, balanced, and fruity. That's for our craft beer section. So okay. we have five different styles for craft beer yeah. as well. Um, for our wines, we have three styles for white and three styles for red. Right. So, for example, for red wines, we have elegant, smooth, and bold. Okay. And so if someone comes in and they're doing like a big steak on the barbecue and they want something to pair <laughs> with that, then you go to the bold section because that'll work well with the protein of meat. Wow. And so in that section, you yeah. can basically experiment with different areas, different grape varietals, different region that you may not even know make wine. Um, then, And, you, you know, if you go to a traditional wine store you probably wouldn't go, for example, to their Uruguay section because there's not know. a Uruguay section. <laughs> <laughs> but here in our bold section, for example, we have, have a Tanat from Uruguay yeah. that um, would be great for a steak dinner. But I, I, literally, I would not have think of Uruguay as a, as a wine country yeah. or, wine, or a source of wine. I mean, Chile, Chilean wines are well known, yeah. maybe in Argentina. For sure. So uh, Uruguayan. Yeah, so there's a lot of regions like that that yeah. are just not known to a lot of people that uh, in our store they are comfortable um, with different regions, different yeah. um, varietals that they might not know, but it fits in a style that they're comfortable with. But let's go back as a style. I mean, literally, as you said, most to me it sounds like you've just you've, you're going the opposite direction of everyone else. Yeah, you're not you're not Argentinian, you're not South African, yeah. French, Canadian, whatever it is. You, you literally, where'd you come up with that idea? Well. The boundaries with wine countries and region is changing quite a bit. Like some of it is climate warming, some of it is just um, not wanting to follow the rules and regulations that were set with each of the different regions and appellations. And there's a lot of blurred line with this. And so sometimes to just go to one region in with one grape varietals doesn't actually tell you that much about one wine uh, potentially. It can be very different from what you grapes. They take the grapes. I'm 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 naive on this one. they take the grapes, and literally, I didn't know this until we went to a, a, somewhere in South Africa, and they literally, they said, this is a great, and I'm like, I thought that was a region in France. No, 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 we just bring the grapes here. And yeah. They, okay, so that, that styles are different, not by the grape, but by the region, is it by the regions? Yeah, well, for example, so Cabernet Sauvignon yeah. is a grape that 
usually produces pretty full-bodied, like bold wines. Right. Um, we have Cabernet Sauvignon that fit in our elegance section, for example. That is where you find a lot of the Pinot Noirs, a lot of the lighter style reds. Right, right. And some of the reasons why that Cabernet Sauvignon would fit in our elegance section it's because it's from a higher attitude area, oh, okay. so it, it ends up being a little bit of a brighter style, not as much extraction, not as, mu not as much alcohol. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a wine that would be more similar to a Pinot Noir, but it's a, wow. it's a grape that you always think is going to be like a fuller body wine. So, so wait, the higher region meaning el higher elevation in at the mountains? Yeah, or yeah. Who grows wines like that? In Georgia? Like, you, I'm going to go back to Georgia in a sec, but just, so it's very high elevation because they're in the mountains? Is yeah. That yeah, that can be, or also, for example, the wine I'm talking about is from the Trentino area, so kind of north Italy. of Italy. Yeah. Um, so it's a cooler area, not just because of the altitude, but because of where it's located. But then it's not as well known, is it? Yeah, for sure. No, no, it isn't. Like yeah. the Uruguay, you know, again, small little country, but they've won, they've won two World Cups in football. And I'm just putting it in context. I Google it because this is, they just have this, this uh, cult almost following uh, young kids who expect to win. So how did the Uruguayan, where did that come across your plate, your um, palate? Well, we, uh, we work with a lot of smaller wine import agencies yeah. to bring wines and to uh, curate wine for our customers that are right. something different, but also interesting. And um, so our agents um, come to us with wines yeah. that they think would be interesting to us. And so... And you just tried, like, you, had you heard before? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we try, and for us, like, we try everything before we bring it in yeah. the store, so we work really hard. I tell you, for this, so the, the, the benefit of the listeners, the four listeners out there, I know I say this all the time, but literally, you come down, it's, it's like, it's a cave, or not a cave, but yeah, it, a little it's star. not a cave, yeah. but the scent of the oak barrel, you do have oak barrels here, mm -hmm. and I, it reminded me, so we were, in, we were in Georgia, in Tbilisi a couple of years ago, or it was last Christmas, actually, a year ago. And literally, it was a freezing day. We walked, and there was a guy standing outside in the street. He goes, come and have a drink. And it was the same kind of a door, and you're like, we didn't know. You come down, and you're just a hidden oasis down here. This is beautiful. So you, do you have wine tasting? I see tables with wine glasses yeah, up. Yeah, there... so we have, we have free wine tastings every Saturday afternoon okay. that everyone is welcome to come. And that happens at the front of the store, and we basically open one wine from each of our styles. Yeah. So people get to try one of each of our white wine styles and one of each of our red wine styles. So, so we six... call that Discover Your Style Day. Wow. And um, it's been super fun. It's a lot of our regular customers that come yeah. every Saturday, but we also have a lot of new people that are just discovering the store and kind of getting comfortable with their taste profile and sure. trying different wines. But and I then like we this... do a lot of private private tastings as well. Like tonight we're like setting the table up you've got here. Tonight. Yeah. You've got a lot of glasses there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then the, so I'm gonna put so you've got the wine glasses, so just for the benefit of the listeners, there's a there's a long table, probably seats about twelve to fourteen. It, yeah, ten to twelve kind of comfortably, yeah. So kind of royal, regal like and so you've got the wine glasses, so white and red. Or they're um, all just one, one, one dimension type of glass? I, we just keep the same glasses yeah. for all of them, but yeah, we're showcasing the, three whites. And is that for reds. water or is that for whiskey? For water. <laughs> we do whiskey tastings as well, but... Did um, you have? Yeah, we have one on Sunday, actually. So you've got, a, so you've got a, a, quite a, a selection of different wines. But so there's three types, bold, wait, wait. So for whites, we have crisp, mellow, and lush. And then for okay, reds, we nice. have elegant, smooth, and bold. And then okay. we also have a rosé section, a bubbly which is a little section, bit different. and a rich section, which is for a sweet So wines. bubbly being, you know, let's say champagne, but sparkling wine. Yeah. Sparkling wine. It's, it's, yeah. it's typically the same process as champagne. Uh, there's a few different methods of production, yeah. but yeah. 
Wow, and so we have wines from all of these different methods. So yeah. Do you have Canadian wines as well? Yeah, we do. The Col- yeah. Where's the Col- it's Kelowna, the typical in Ontario. Is there any others that I'm not aware of? Um, well, there's there's some on uh, Vancouver Island now, and really? we have a few in the store as yeah. well from like just some up and coming areas, okay. which is which is great. Too. Because they got the wa- they have the water, the humidity yeah. that really that kind of makes that. Uh, anyway, I get distracted. So six years you've been here now. Is it- yeah. What, what brought you? You're not from. You're from just outside Montreal. Just outside of Montreal originally. What but brought I've been you to in, Calgary? Um, I was traveling to Australia for yeah. a year, just as soon as I graduated from university, and uh, I just didn't want to go back home and settle, so moved to like super traditional story. Just moved to the mountains and sure. just and never left and all that. Up. Yeah. Um, so I was working at the Bent Center for 12 years before opening wow. the store, and towards the end of the that, the Bent Center I of Arts, knew, just up yeah. on the up the hill there, they have the Ekaden. Do they still have the Ekaden around? Yeah, actually, I did it a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That goes. I'm old. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know. I did if the it's still long, long but, time ago. But okay. Yeah. Okay. So you were there. That's. I was there for yeah, nice. 10, 12 years, nice. and towards the end of my time there, I was in conferences. I was managing the conference services department yeah. at the end of it, and um, yeah. So just I knew I wanted to be in the wine industry, and but I so that's the genesis of, of this. Like you were kind of doing conferences there. That what happened? What what's it? What inspired this place? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I. Well, if you don't remember, that's okay. No, I do remember. Okay. Um, I think at some point I just realized I wanted to do something different. And so right. I started taking some wine courses. Okay. Um, and then I also started working in a couple of boutique stores here and there, like to do a few hours. And in Calgary and Banff? Um, one in Calmore and then one in Cochrane as well. Nice. And just kind of trying to learn the industry a little bit more and see kind of what it appealed to sure. me. I did my bachelor degree in business marketing and retail management. So it right. kind of made sense to go that direction in right. the end. And um, yeah, I opened the store originally with a business partner that I just recently bought out. And so we opened the store together six years ago, just trying to, again, like just bring approachability and yeah. um, to customers that may not know everything about wine, but that are still allowed to bring a wine home that they like, that is not but necessarily everything. All right, sorry, I yep. cut you off there. But the, the styles, again, because you, you worked in other shops. Yeah. And what, so there, you, now you went from, yeah, you've got the regions, you've got the uh, whatever, you know, the South African yeah. wines and the Chilean wines. And you thought, I want to do something different. At yeah. the same time, you also want to do something different, start your own business. Yeah. But what came up with that style? Where did that come from? It Just, was the, the idea. So I, yeah. I compare it to buying a laptop. I'm not super good with technology. <laughs> I, I'm good at selling wine and drinking wine. I'm yeah. not so good with technology. Um, when you go, like for me, if I want to buy a laptop, I want to go to future or whatever it is now. Best I'm going to say Apple Store. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I go to the Apple, Apple. Store. Or you go there and for me, I just want to tell them a budget. Yeah. I want to tell them what I do with the laptop. Yeah. And I don't care about the details and nice. the performance and the RAM or whatever. I, I couldn't care less. I just want them <laughs> Apple, to pick you're not up. listening to this. Don't shut off all the recording <laughs> devices. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> what I mean is that like you don't need to know everything about the technology of a laptop to actually yeah. have a laptop that you're going to enjoy working with. And yeah. so for me, it's the same idea with wine. With it's so intimidating to go shopping for wine if you don't know anything about wine. And why should it be? In the end, I just wanted people to be able to have, to feel empowered to pick a wine based on the taste profile, not based on the grape or the region. Were you reading something on this one day? Um, yeah, I there's just, someone. God, I, can't I don't. I don't I'm, maybe now. you came up with this idea, this epiphany. But it's a, it's amazing because it's like that's how I feel. 
I'm like, I, even though my wife will say, oh, I, I told you all about these different wines. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't. I just yeah. come in. I'm like, I just you go where I know. I go where I know. The three, yeah. the three. And the, to be fair, like, we're not, we, we're not the first ones to do that in yeah. Calgary, right? There's a couple of other stores that are also um, organized by Taste Profile. I've never um, heard I Personally, I've never heard of this. Yeah. I, there's um, a store called Oak and Vine that yeah. are organized the same okay. way. And Vine Arts as well have two locations <laughs> now. And so it's not like yeah. a, an idea but just still, out of really, the blue completely. I just it's like just, the, It's... It's really incredible, and I, I, I want to share this South African story. When we were in Cape Town, and it was a little such store, a beautiful area, small I was little. There last year. But it, so my friend said, "Go to the shop. It's just down the road, literally, and it's smaller than yours with six aisles." Yeah. And I come in, and I'm like, God, and there's just you're overwhelmed. But you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to find anything here. So the guy in the wheelchair, he was in a wheelchair, and I'm, he's, he rolls up, and I'm like, "So is this your shop?" He said, "Yeah." And what are you looking for? Well, just wanted some casual wine, <laughs> literally. I took away, and it was very affordable, cheap. Yeah. I think 10 bottles, and it was, we were with a couple that were, we, you know, we, visit, we were visiting, and we came back with so many clothes, and she goes, oh, that's our favorite, and that we always have this, and the, most, the favorite wine, the most taste and robust was this, the cheapest. I literally went back, to, I don't know how many days later, and the, every single wine you touched, it was all mostly red, seemed like it was just the quality was there. Mm -hmm. And so you remind me, first you remind me of the Georgia trip, but that little, and I had no clue. I still, I don't have a clue in terms of South African wines, but I go to them because one, they were so good, all of them. Yeah. And two, they were affordable. And they yeah. still are here, even here. So I need to share that because this, this reminds me of that as well. So look, you, you've been here for six years. What key, what change have you seen in Calgary? And I mean, it, um, well, it's been tough. We yeah. opened the store and the economy crashed um, yeah. six months later. So right. it was definitely a harder time than we were expecting originally. Um, I feel like we've built a really good clientele and right. our customers are friends. They come here. We know their names. We know their pet's name. We know where they live. We know what they like. Well, that's... I taste wine to bring in the store thinking about a specific customer and oh my God, that customer would absolutely That's love this. Brilliant. Let's like let's bring that in. So it's a very like we're a very community driven store. Sure. Our customers are just they're not just customer. We're not here to sell them wine. We're here to build a community and wow. I empower them to make their decisions but also share our passion yeah. with them. Um, so but you build that, so that that's been a, a positive change yeah. amidst the the economic environment. Yeah. Which you probably can't control or some to some extent. Yeah. But that, wow, that's in your power. Yeah. So it's been it's definitely it's been tougher than kind of I was expecting originally sure. in, in the economy sense of things. Also for us because our customers are so important to us. Um, if someone loses their job or decide to take you a really job somewhere else, well. we do feel it. Yeah. Um, so and. So that, that's been just trying to work with all of that. But also it's a lot of work to do all of the tastings, to give people reasons to come here. Yeah. And, but it's also super fun. And so we're, we, now we kind of have a better idea after being in business for six years of kind of what works and where we can put our efforts to make it worth our while and our customers' while and kind of work with the whole business model that way. What do you do? I mean, what do you do? I mean, this wine tasting, obviously, you're getting the word out. Are you sending flyers in the Inglewood community? No. <laughs> Kensington, no. You know, um, or, sorry, Inglewood, I mean, Kensington, <laughs> right? Sorry, Kensington YYC, <laughs> if you're listening. To, 
Well, so I mean, I, I know, you know, flyers and things are their old, their old passe. But do you, what do you use for well, your outreach? Well, it's not, outreach? it's not passe. I don't believe that. I just don't think it worked with our customer base. Our yeah. customers are, um, like, I want to run the business in a way that's genuine. Yeah. And so I want people to be excited to come and see us. I want people sure. to um, have a good time when they come, to want to come back, to discover more, to tell their friends to come and see us. And so it's a bit of a longer process because it's not like one day, a hundred people come to They do a blitz of a media and, and, yeah. and you really, it is a long haul. Yeah, that, but that. also it's a genuine feeling. People yeah. come here because they're excited. We have people coming every month that live just outside of Edmonton, but they just love it here. And so um, it's more, it's a longer process and it's slow, Growing, well, you're building a brand. But genuine. You're building a brand. From when those words to me sound like you're you're really focused on the brand. Yeah. That customer, that community that's building here. Inglewood is a Kensington is a yeah. community, but Inglewood as well. But literally, when I come when I came in here, I felt this is you know, there's attention to detail, the care. Yeah. And it's a it's a long hallway, but it's you put on the lights and you open up. My, I'm wow. I was wowed. Yeah. And I see I see a familiar name, Village Brewery, up there. Yeah, they we, were a guest we, on the podcast last week. Oh yeah, we Stephen work Horsky. with um, a lot of um, the local craft breweries because yeah. they're amazing. It's great to support local. Our customers want to support local as well. Um, but to come back to your question about kind of maybe like our marketing strategy in some way, um, basically the idea is to bring people here. And so free tastings every Saturday afternoons. We right. also have a lot of winemakers coming into um, the store for nice, tasting. Nice. So we had. Um, Andreas Bender from Germany this past week so right. he came to spend two hours in the store with our customers just wanting them to um, like ask questions be curious about what he does taste his wines right. and, uh, we have another one coming up this week and so this brings people back this um, community back yeah. to the community you create totally. a, a global community it's not just a local totally and then we work with a lot of fundraising organizations to yeah. provide some um, silent auction Donation for, they, for so they would come here. Not necessarily here, but like we donate a lot of wine tastings oh, okay. for for, uh, for a silent yeah. auction, and so that brings like for example tonight is one of one of those tastings that we're hosting. That um, the ten people are coming here to yeah. discover the store, and we basically kind of sponsor that um, that event, um, and we work closely with our local partners like Peasant Cheese. So we always have a cheese and charcuterie board really? from Peasant, and so those <laughs> those chick- evenings I love are chicory board. This is a, this is something new that. that People are talking about chicory boards. I'm like, what is a chicory board? It's just a board of cheese and cheese, um, cheese and daily meats and pate. <laughs> it's and, incredible. Yeah. But it's such a, it's a great thing to have with wine because yeah. sometimes you need something to balance your palate and kind of yeah. In between no way! And, Come on, yeah. you could just get liquored up without the food. But you yeah, can. The, the, you, but the but the food you, it does help. But the other thing that you cannot help but notice is the art. There's yeah. you've got so much art around. This looks like Tuscany region, but I could be wrong. Uh, so this is a new artist that we've been working with. Her name is Cecile Albi, and yeah. we're so excited to have her here. So we change the artwork every three to four months to wow. showcase a new local artist. Um, so it's a good a good way for them to get exposure to different people. Yes. For us, it's great to have different artwork on the wall um, all the time. And um, just, uh, th- this is fascinating. I mean, yeah. I didn't that. That's kind of a little side gig or side thing you're doing. And, and Village Brewery comes to mind because if you go up there in the tap room and uh, Stephanie's like, so he's got, the, he's got local artists as well, plus the groups, they have groups playing. I, I can envision this little place where we're sitting, there's probably, you could, a band could put, somebody could put a, whatever, a trombone or something mm-hmm. and sit and play. 
Do you have that? I mean, I'm, no, I, we're, I just, ve- we're very limited with the Alberta Gaming and Liquor really? Commission. Yeah, really? um, there's a lot of things that. Uh, so if a busker like we're one, not we're not a bar, right? And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things we're not allowed to do. So wow. we're not allowed to have like live music and just. So it, it, there's some limitations for Why sure. Is that? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, yeah. My own curiosity: if someone said a busker wanted to play, yeah, here for the benefit, like like Phoebe from Friends, yeah, Phoebe comes in, yeah. she's <laughs> god awful. But you know, but people have. She's entertainment. You can't have that. No. What's the rule on that? Just, uh, yeah, it's just uh, some. We're of not it, calling you out, the Alberta uh, government. I just was. Cu- I'm just curious. Some of it is um, that we're not allowed to let another business operate out of our business. Okay. Um, and also, it's just the it's entertainment. My sister we're playing. not in the entertainment business. We're yeah. in um, selling wow. liquor. So there's some limitations, which I I don't necessarily all disagree with. It yeah. is just very limiting to try to run a business and okay. try to be profitable. I understand. I understand. I'm just trying to limitations. Those uh, those things. It's just I only mean because you have the nice music and it goes music yep, goes well with wine sure. and drinking and eating and yeah. and an art. You kind of have that that one place. We've done it around Christmas with like <laughs> um, Christmas carols yeah. uh, in some way that are like we were, we didn't pay them. Sure. It was more of a kind of background um, music just. Um, just for fun. So if you're not paying that season. person, would it not be classified as they're just here for entertainment? Not paid? I don't know actually the Because if the branding breakdown. works, the branding works. Okay. We'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll, talk, we'll talk separate. Anyway, look, look, I understand you know, that your time is precious here. And I really thank you for opening your doors today, Natalie. And what do you think is going to be key for this community and, and you know, in Kensington over the, for you well, in the next three to two to three years. A couple of things. It's it's been really hard for local businesses for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of retail stores had to close for different reasons. Um, so I mean, property taxes have been tough. Sure. The economy stuff, and so you know, sometimes it's when it's just one or the other. It's it's fine. You can kind of work through it. But it's like when the perfect it's kind storm of all now, happening two, at the same yeah. time, um, some of them just didn't see the. Um, the reason to stay open and I can totally see that but um, sometimes it's also just in people's mind when you start being negative about um, what's happening then it's kind of a vicious it cycle feeds. Right? it feeds it's a, it's I yeah mean... it totally does and so we try to keep it um, optimistic there is a lot of new new stores new restaurants that are opening in Kensington yeah. and so we're super excited about that and we want to keep it fresh for people to come and visit the area which is why we do that many tastings and so I think sure. that's important to the foot traffic the, people walking yeah. people walking and they buy it. like you're like you kind of see there's something upstairs and I'll talk about the massage parlor but you know there's, then you, you you have this what's that I mean that's like walking walking for around. sure yeah and that's tough because of where we are where you're down in the basement. Well, I saw your signage though. You have a couple good signs. Yeah, but it's still like, we're kind of tucked away. Um, So we're working on trying to improve the visibility for foot traffic. But yeah, yeah, so that's that's one thing for sure is like just try to keep as many stores and restaurants kind of open in Kensington. But a lot of people in the area, they do support local and they'll make a point to go for dinner in the restaurants in the area and just like, yeah, so that, that really helps. And for us, I mean, obviously staffing sometimes is a little bit hard because it's retail and we don't have the clothing kind of um, business. We don't have a clothing line? That. I thought there was a wine, no, a nice burgundy <laughs> shirt I could wear and buy and <laughs> shop. What I mean is the margins <laughs> on wine is not yeah. what it is in the clothing business, sure, right? And so sure. you want people that work here that are um, 
qualified. Everyone that works here yeah. have their wine and spirit education oh, right, certification right, right. because I don't have someone just at the till running. Yeah, um, you want them to be not product like, knowledge. They need to know. Yeah, for sure. They yeah. need to know our customers as much as I do. And so sometimes it's hard to uh, find the right person, but also there's not a lot of. Because um, well, you spent the time. Like you said you were in Canmore, you went to Cochrane. Yeah. Co- McKay's ice cream. Did you ever go there? Yeah, totally. <laughs> to go. But that's an experience. But that there's a couple points I want to make here. Is the experience. Yeah. Of the, the people coming for the wine tasting and wearing that burgundy shirt that you're going to put give them no, um, but the experience yeah. which which uh, when I was clear motive marketing one of the marketing guys just said your experience is very important so yeah. the touching points and getting um, getting you from you know the, the emails or the c- c- nice curated Instagram posts or whatever yeah. there's points of getting to to that experience and the other thing is you're kind of alluding to this. And Lisa Merrick from Distilled Beauty Bar, she was a guest on the podcast, she said it's really important, this retail density. And so you're touching on exactly that. For sure. We want more around us as opposed to, you know, less, because the more people, the more the more eyeballs on this place, this area, the whole Kensington area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the family, like if you have a day off and you're looking to do something, yeah. um, we want you to think about coming to Kensington. But if there's not enough reasons for you to come to Kensington, one, you might what, not, right? Yeah. And so, um, but it's, it, it's great. There's a lot of new things that just opened. There's a lot of new things that are coming. And so yeah. we're excited. And we just want to... Because Inglewood, like, so there's... And, and right now, City of Calgary, and somebody, somebody's taking it. It's called, um, they do the takeover of the City of Calgary. And I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. And they, they, they've, I don't know which re- region it was. And I just said, literally, when I, in my podcast, I go, I go to Inglewood. I mentioned Ramsey District. Yeah. Um, up to Marta Loop. And now in Kensington as well. That's sort of, they're revitalized. Mm-hmm. I was away for 18 years. And I, you don't see it driving by. You see it right this, coming to your location here. So that is the community really getting together on that. that for sure. Um, yeah. What what in, what are they doing? In, in just Instagram uh, posts, Facebook posts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we have um, there's a Kensington page now, and there's also a lot. All of the events are being posted on that, yeah. which is great. Again, that gives people a reason to come to Kensington when there's a few different um, things awareness, happening. Creating the awareness. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean. Social media is so important now, and it's a lot. It's time-consuming, and it's a lot of work. Yeah. But in the end, it helps not to sell product. It helps to build a community. And for me, that's what social media is: is yeah. to get people excited um, about what's happening here and what we, what are the new things we have on the shelves, and right, right. What, who are the winemakers coming to see us in the next few weeks? And so it's kind of a, you know, social media is a communication tool, but it's also a community-building tool and engagement. Yeah. Natalie, thank you so much for opening my eyes to, and bringing me, you know, awareness, creating my awareness, and I can help hopefully with four listeners or two, uh, and uh, we can we can share today. That. Maybe six. We'll get up. We'll get up there today. <laughs> Natalie, thank you so much. I know we're not allowed to shake hands, but, but uh, look, thank you so much. Thank you very much.